Not-So-Fantasy Football, a loser's guide to FBL with Rob and Yanis. Hello and welcome to Not-So-Fantasy Football on Uzo Radio. Here we have... Yanis and... Rob, how you doing, man? I am fine. I am fine, all things considered. And uh, I'm not talking FBL, so <laughs> yeah, this is good. I'm <laughs> back. I'm back in Greece, and uh, I'm going to spend this last week of English football back from Greece, where I can watch all games for free. So yeah, I, I am happy. <laughs> amazing, amazing. I mean, you say the week of English football. The Champions League final has uh, only got English teams in it, just to let you know. <laughs> True, I meant I meant the, the regular season. The Champions League final, even if it's after that, it's part of this uh, week. I exactly. feel it is. I'm joking, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, very true. Yeah, I, I you... texted you as soon as the podcast finished last time and I was like, mate, we forgot to mention that City have won the league. <laughs> and the we forgot a lot of kitchen. things. We didn't even have our battles. Didn't do battle. I, mean, well, I just gave up. I gave up. I was ahead by, what, 11? No, nine, nine points or something like that. So with two weeks left, it was a done deal. But still, um, yeah, no, we had a good podcast I mean, was... last time. It was just a bit shorter than we should have done. We should have included a congratulatory message to Man City fans and Man City um, as a club. They deserved it this year. They were not what were they sick at Christmas or something? They were really not near the yeah. top for the majority of the early half of the season. And they have just turned it on and they built a momentum where they had a run of absolutely amazing games. Um, they won all of those games. And from then on in, they just kept winning because they just had confidence behind them, which was amazing. And what was also amazing was that they did the, this amazing run without KDB, mm. most of it without KDB. True that. They had the whole season without a striker. They've been playing the whole season. We've criticised that as a as a mentality, and if this continues, it might hurt them. Uh, but they did it, so we can't actually say anything about it. Exactly. And uh, another thing, I because you said we forgot last week, but in my opinion, the champions the the champions are the ones after the end of the of the season. So okay. I don't care if they've just won it two months before. The whole momentum is built. It, it's for the last, the final whistle at the end of the year. That's where you can celebrate. And I, I really never liked it when in Greece we had usually Olympiakos who kind of won the season, the, the year in way March. in advance. Yeah. And they had the Fiesta five, five games before the end of the season. It doesn't feel that good. <laughs> you want that last, last week. Even if you know that you've won it, you need that suspense. You need that. What, how are we going to celebrate? Because now it's over. Yeah, exactly. Kind of, you know, you know what, when you went back to school and you know that you had a couple of exams at the last week, but it wasn't over. You knew you had finished your year, but it wasn't over until the final day when we would go swimming in Greece. That that was the, that's what we did. Okay, so you want it all to culminate in some, at the end of the season, where everyone can celebrate together. We all know where we finished. We all know exactly what's gone on. Instead of just being like, well, we know the most important one and the three that are going down. So season's over. Because it's not. Exactly. We've still got Liverpool fighting 
with the claws. I mean, we've got Alison. Jesus. The, the hero. So these moments mean nothing if everything is just done and dust, dusted. So that's why I'm waiting for that next week. I'm building up this whole chat is for the build-up of what's going to happen on Sunday. Exactly. Uh, if you get, if you get mm -hmm. what I mean. Exactly. Because, do you want to announce it? Because I've spoken too much already. I'm tired. <laughs> I mean, you go ahead. <clears throat> this, is, this is all yours. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I, you know, I very, very rarely, this is a lie, claim to have pointed out players that I, well, to said I want players that then go and score points. But I definitely remember saying on last week's podcast that I needed to get Alisson in. But it was a real struggle because I had three Liverpool players already. And had we have known Jota wasn't playing, oh, Jota exactly. would have been first out. Alisson would have been straight in the door. And I could have had a better score. Instead, I bought in Edison from Man City, who was a nailed on <laughs> starter, who didn't start and didn't play a minute. And uh, City also conceded, what, three goals as well. So, um, yeah, hindsight is a great thing. But anyway, going on to what's happening on Sunday. Yanis, feel free to tell him. I can hear yes. the sound in your voice. So, yeah, I'm very excited because, uh, as I've, I've said multiple times, I've been waiting for the last game week of every season every every year that's the the best day of the season for me mm -hmm. the the games that happen at the same time i love that thrill of having oh we've got a goal at leeds let's, let's travel and then you know yeah, yeah. The, the guy describing oh i'm sorry we have to come back to mm -hmm. norwich there's a goal from i love that thrill. it's, mm -hmm. it's the best moment of live football and i've had that a lot with my greek team where we were either fighting for relegation usually yeah. or or a european um cup uh, participation but and what i want us to do we've talked about that i'm not i'm not just saying that to rob he he knows about my plan is to have a live show during those 2 hours of football on sunday so instead of tuning in on any other radio mm -hmm. broadcast or on TV or whatever. Yeah. You can just listen to Uzo Radio us live and mm -hmm. we'll be as thorough as possible. Yeah. Our internet connections will be terrible because we'll be watching live football at the same time. But you'll uh you'll get some fairly live updates from what's going on. So yeah. And then of course we might have some music or during the halftime, you know, Good just idea. to make yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a concert for you. <laughs> I'll, put, I'll put a dress on and be Beyonce. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be great. So, yeah, th th that's the plan. And, of course, you're all welcome to... Call in. Chats, chat on the... Yeah, on WhatsApp or mm -hmm. call in. And we'll make it a, a festive ending of a real, really interesting year. Exactly. Fascinating year. Yeah. And then we'll sign off for the season. Uh, Yanis has got some important business to be taken care of. Um, <laughs> and we'll then bring you a, a few pre-season podcasts come late July, early August. Oh, no, it's got to be it's got to be July, hasn't it? Jeez. It has to be July. Um, maybe maybe we'll do that live from Bourget. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we're we're on this France trip together. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll be signing off for the season. We'll have a couple of weeks off, 
Uh, and you guys can all have a rest from uh, vigorously supporting us throughout the entire season. So, yeah, for that, we've got to, we've got to thank you as well because you guys have been great and keeping it going. So thank you. Definitely. But till then, we Two have more to game weeks. what happened this game week, the game week that has passed, and the one that is right starting tomorrow. Tuesday so before deadline. we forget, there you go. <laughs> Just let us know. When is that deadline? It's early, guys. Be careful. The deadline is on Tuesday at 4.30 UK time. So, yeah. Man United v Fulham Mm -hmm. is at 6 UK time. Might get some team news for that, which would be very good for people looking at Greenwood uh, and Cavani and those. Bruno. If you're looking at getting Bruno in, you know, then if you don't already have Bruno, fair enough, get him in. Yeah. People might be wanting to get him in to captain him. Um. Captaincy this game week is looking difficult, but we'll go back to the last game week. How we didn't discuss our captaincy for the last game week in the last podcast, did we? Yeah, <laughs> we didn't. So, how did your captain I, do? I, he, he did okay. I mean, I captained Kane, mm-hmm. although I originally had um, suggested that I would captain Salah mm-hmm. in the fleet. Is it fleet in Twitter? On Twitter. Oh, yeah, Twitter, yeah. And I changed it and had Kane, which actually brought me one less. point less than you yeah two points less than me because a captain two point- oh no yeah it, uh, it, it's i would points. be three points ahead mm. but i'm now one less than you uh, yes yeah so yeah the, the week hasn't gone for me my two hits two extra hits didn't work it was dean and calvert lewin they both got two each so mm-hmm. it totaled four to neutralize the one free hit, the one extra hit. And yeah. the other one was Rafinha with six, which is okay because Bruno w- wouldn't have gotten anything. So, but but it's a minus because I, I could have just done that and have yeah. have a, a positive outcome of the game week. I only had TAA, Rafinha with six and six points, Stala with 10 and Kane mm-hmm as a captain 16 so all the rest were zero yeah jotted in play and my first bench player who was a good pick was ward he got zero because nah. of the goals that they conceded yeah two goals. so yeah forster didn't even play and of course i had leno greenwood at shaw who didn't play yeah. two target only one point He's been a horrible transfer mm-hmm. since I got him. He has only returned the seven points last game week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it it doesn't look really good. And I'm afraid I might need to take another hit for next game week. But I'm not sure yet. During our talk, I might change my opinion. Okay. What about you? Uh, well, I had, if I hadn't have made a single transfer last week, I would have had nine players from 15 not starting. So I would have had six starting players without a transfer, which would have been Trent, Salah, McGinn, Kane, Vidra, and someone else. Trent, Kane. Oh, it doesn't sound that bad, though, because they, they, are, were, they were the ones who got the points. Ones who returned, actually. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, what I decided to do was I decided to go with them. I, w- I was going to go with my, obviously we were going to take a minus eight or something like that, because I knew I had eight players that were supposed to be playing. Veltman, 
was supposed to be playing. Jota was supposed to be playing. Both of those turned out to be injured. To be fair, we knew about Veltman before the deadline, but it was very much implied that he could start. Uh, and he's also a cheap enabler, so I decided to keep him anyway. Uh, whereas Jota, no one knew about him being injured until just before the, the game actually started because he was apparently injured during the last game but against Man United, but no one, no reports came out of that until uh, yesterday, uh, just before they played West Brom. So two of the playing players didn't start. Edison was a keeper I brought in uh, for Schmeichel because I wanted to get a keeper that would, we've already spoken about this, would definitely of play. Uh, didn't start, got zero points. Great start for me. Uh, Trent got me six with a, an assist for Allison, which was great. Dallas got six with a clean sheet. Um, I saw all the goals flying in and I was like, Dallas has got to be getting one of them. Dallas has got to be assisting. He's got to be somewhere near. Dallas was nowhere near any of these. He didn't get a bonus point or anything, but six point clean sheet. Happy with that. I have to say Rafinha didn't look great in that game. He got no returns, but he looked very rusty after being out for a month. Um Luca Dina, we brought in for a guaranteed clean sheet against Sheffield United and, uh, you know, Calvert-Lewin for a guaranteed returns against Sheffield United. Uh, both of those returned me two points, so I was very happy with that. McGinn, John McGinn, came in, scores the Finally. first goal for Villa. Outrageous, quite happy with that. Um, I got him in just after he scored the last goal for Villa, um, which was three or four game weeks ago. And I'm quite happy that I managed to catch one of them, especially in this week that I had to play him. So, yeah, yeah he's definitely not a player that I would recommend, but it, he is a player that occasionally gets in that position. And he occasionally takes those long shots, a bit like Basuma or that, that sort of player. Yeah. Might get three or four a season. And if you catch them, great. If you don't, no point in having them for the rest of the season, really. Um, can't, can't lie, I was a bit lucky there. Kane with his eight points. <clears throat> Kane could have had so unlucky. Kane could have yeah. had twenty-five points. Unbelievable. <clears throat> Salah with a nice finish and bonus points as well, which is unusual for him. Um, top bonus points, one goal, Three, yes, and uh, yeah, ninety minutes got him ten points, which as a captain doubles twenty. And Vidra against Leeds didn't score, which means that. Dallas kept his clean sheet, so I was quite happy with that. And Calvert-Lewin, as we know, two-pointer against Sheffield United, which, yeah, was one of the shock results of the weekend, right? Did you see that chance he missed from, from the, like, a metre apart? He just hit the ball on the keeper. He was, there was a, a really nice header from Richardson. Mm -hmm. And, um, oh, what's his name? Ramsdale mm -hmm. just fell. Saved the shot. He was down. On, and Carter Lewin was so comfortable, felt so comfortable. It's kind of this, this feeling that, oh, I can score in any way now. Yeah. And he just hit the ball on, on Ramsdale's face, I think. It was like, <laughs> it was ridiculous. The game was a horrible game. Sheffield United were the only ones who would have scored if they mm. if they asked for more. The, the Everton would need at least three, four more games <laughs> for them to, to score. And uh, I don't think that they would ever have the chance. Wow. It's the worst game I've seen their midfield uh, having. Allen, Ducouré and Hamas were 
probably colorblind because they would only pass to white and red shirts. Yeah, they, no they would way. never they would never find a player in blue. It was ridiculous. Dina was so passionate about it. He he was fighting actually, but not uh, his crosses were very bad. Yeah. So nothing worked. Nothing worked. Pickford had a very good save in a one-on-one mm-hmm. from a, a horrible ball going back from Hogate, I think it was, or I, I'm not I'm not sure. He just gave the ball back to Pickford and the ball was going so slowly. So the the, the attacker, I think it was even the scorer, he just ran to the ball comfortably and, and Pickford made a really good save. So yeah, this was a travesty of a game for Everton. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's if they're feeling inadequate because they're playing home games, they feel this this pressure that they can't win. Mm-hmm. It, it it can't have another explanation because there's no other reason not to beat Sheffield United. There was a lot of pressing from Sheffield United, to mm-hmm. be honest. And I don't know if, if people are targeting them for the next two, for Newcastle and Burnley, but especially the Burnley one, which I, I actually liked having Vidra in because mm-hmm. it's the home game and it's the, the only game like the last one with fans in. I don't know if we should consider it that easy. True. Which is like next week. But yeah, Everton have one more chance to save the, which will, they will have with, with fans in mm-hmm. against Wolves, which again are a team not clinical they don't create many chances. Yeah. Even if they create a couple, I don't think they're going to score them. So it might be the, the, their last opportunity to yeah. get something in a home game. Therefore, I don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna completely ignore them for this week. Yeah, I think I'm gonna definitely have Cavalier and, and Luca Dinia still starting this game week. What I really what I should have done was I should have got in Sufau. Uh, because West Ham have got some peachy next next few fi- fixtures and uh, against West Brom and Southampton. And I'm really, yeah, I watched the entire West Ham game thinking, come on, Sufau, come on, get across, get across, get a goal, because they'd already conceded by this point. Uh, oh, no, they hadn't. No, they hadn't conceded. He was on a clean sheet. I was quite happy with that. Yeah. Then they conceded, and I was like, "He needs. A, I need to get an attack on return." And then <laughs> he realize. presses the ball in. It comes off a defender's head, falls at the feet of Ben Rama. Ben Rama then curls it top corner, and I'm like, "I mean, we've watched countless, you know, Bruno assisting Cavani when it comes off the keeper. Bruno crosses it into the keeper to the area. The keeper bats it away. Cavani steps up, takes it. Bruno gets yeah. the assist. I was like." Sufal's got to be getting the assist. He doesn't get the assist. I go on Twitter and I get, you know, I read all the comments. I'm like, come on, I can't believe they haven't given Sufal the assist. And then I realise after like checking the game we could score the next day that I never actually bought Sufal in at all. <laughs> and I bought in Lucadinia. Which means his due. Exactly. Exactly. So I was quite happy with the fact that I didn't have Sufal by the end of it. <laughs> he's, he's a really good option. I mean, now... I think the plan, especially because it's so short, um, we, we don't have a long run to no. go. Two so games. it's very clear. It's really clear what you want to do. Yeah. It depends on if you want to 
change players from your defense, or if you want to alter the midfield or or the attack. I think it, it gets very clear now which teams you want to target, yeah, and what you want to change. So, for instance, because we you said earlier about the the Man United, I know that the Fulham fixture looks really tempting because Fulham is really bad from the moment that they acknowledge that they're going down. It's not like West Brom or Sheffield United. They're kind of not even fighting. They're upset, yeah. But I really don't think that the that the the one with against Wolves, Man United is going to have a serious team, a serious selection of eleven players. Mm-hmm. So if you're going for a Man United player, you should probably consider that he's only for one fixture. Exactly. The same I would with not City. Be surprised. The same with Chelsea. Yeah. City has already been rotated a lot, and mm-hmm. we weren't expecting that. We said that Pep would like to keep them kind of active and fit. Mm-hmm. But against Newcastle, it was, again, a very bizarre... And it was quite obvious. I mean, the, the centre-halves had a terrible game. Again. It was... Ake was completely out of place. I mean, he should go back. To, yeah. To, Jesus. He's, he doesn't belong there. It's, yeah, it was mad. I think... Um, I was going to say, City will play their full team that they're going to play against Chelsea, against Brighton. I really do feel that. And that hunch comes from, yeah, I can't predict Pep Roulette. No one can. But As of, a dress rehearsal, you mean. Of the two teams, it. Brighton are quite Chelsea-esque. You know, they play progressive football. They play out from the back. They can play with three centre-backs, which is what we expect Chelsea will play. Um, and it will be a very solid dress rehearsal for the Chelsea game. So he can really try out some tactics, really make sure that he's he's got them all warmed up. And then for the next game, it would be Everton. Everton does play with three lately. They do. Not yeah. very successfully. Mm-hmm. But they do play with three. It's a different style of football. Exactly. And their middle is completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and they've got they've got two strikers. And they're they're a completely different team than than Chelsea, mm-hmm. but I don't want to invest on City at all. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm I'm really completely in the dark here with what advice to give. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe if you want to take a punt, if you want to do something different, mm-hmm. which now is not going to be that different because a lot of people are kind of going for either Ferran Torres, which mm-hmm. I find a bit ridiculous. Exactly. He's not going to have a, a second hat trick in two no. weeks now. Maybe Amaris would be a good pun. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe something like that. Or Sterling, if mm-hmm. you haven't, because probably we do have enough money in the bank. Foden. Foden, maybe, because he might replace KDB. Uh, these, these kind of choices could be a good option. Or if you want to go safe, Gundogan is probably playing one of the two fixtures. You've got to hope that he so would. Why not? So why not use him? Exactly. But defensively, because they're going to be changing, even if you get the players right, they're not solid. Exactly. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't aim for a defensive asset. When you've got Liverpool, when you've got Liverpool, who've got Burnley and Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace at home with the fans in. You've got West Ham, West Brom at Southampton. You've got um, Leeds. Leeds, who have got uh, Southampton, West Brom, exactly the same fixtures as West Ham. 
they're the fixtures you should really be looking at to a certain extent a Southampton forward maybe as well who play Leeds and West Ham but those... I mean even Leno even, even Leno I mean I'm looking at Leno even Arsenal yeah if if you were to do something really Alex different Brighton. Arsenal could possibly work better than than a City player who might be missing mm. even both yeah, because you expect them to play a stronger team for the next two games, don't you? Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't go near City, hmm. and I wouldn't go near United. Apart, I mean, I've got Greenwood, who's quite a good bargain, and Shaw. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take a tra- I'm not going to take a hit or transfer them out, mm-hmm. but I'm not banking on anything from them. I'm exactly. going to start them. If they don't play, fair enough. I'm going to have someone getting in instead. Yeah. So this is this is how I'm I'm planning to go for the next two. Mm-hmm. Naturally, the problem will be Jota for a lot of us because mm-hmm. I've seen that in in our league he's quite um, owned, and it's confirmed that he's missing until the end of the season. Yeah. So I think, despite his price being low, you would probably want to do something with that seven million. I've made that transfer already. Uh, drop that bombshell. Yeah, I've already made that transfer. Uh, and I don't think you'd guess who I'd go with. The one person I really wanted, right, was Deli Ali. Um, and I know that sounds mad, but he has looked so much better. His passes are progressive. He's, he's passing dangerously. Yeah. He's also tracking back and like ha- harassing. So he's doing his midfield duties well enough so that he's going to stay at the team under Ryan Mason. But his passing and his aggressiveness and his shooting are all very, very strong. And at 7.4 million, it's not far away from Jota, but it is just no. too far away for what I can afford. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So what I've gone with is I've gone with the same tactic as last week because, you know, the uh, the idea is that you're only stupid if if you continue to make the same mistakes over and over again. And I'm going to just see if that theory is exactly. right. So I'm going exactly. to target Sheffield United. And I'm... are you going for at San Maximan? San Maximan. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I, I'm he's, really on my, I, he's on my he's on my snapshot. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so I'm going to show you'll, you guys. You'll think that we. Oh, he's already there. Okay. <laughs> okay, this means that we we have a, a very similar way of thinking, which is good. Yeah, I mean he's the he's the top on my list of. I wouldn't go for uh, is it Shelby? Oh no, what was his name? Willock. Willock, yeah. Despite him giving a lot extra money, mm-hmm. uh, he would give me point not point seven, mm-hmm. I think, uh, extra, and that could possibly allow me to go to an Aguero maybe last week, mm-hmm. like the plan was. Uh, but I'm not I'm not that keen on doing that because I might have him out of the team again. And I don't think I'm that adventurous. I'm, I'm a bit afraid that Howard is closing in. So I don't want to take huge risks. Well, so Sam Maximan was the, was the player mm. who is at the moment winning this battle. Yeah. Because and the the other option would go would be to go to um I think it's it's Son that I can get with the exact money or no he I'm I'm one not point one short oh no I've got nine point six and he's not point seven Bale it is then I could go for Bale yeah mm-hmm. 
because I don't want to risk Rashford. He would be another option. If I hear that he's starting Rashford against Fulham, I would seriously consider. So I'm, I'm probably going to wait until the final moment. Mm-hmm. And the other option would be to do a wild guess and getting Mares in. Yeah. So if Mares comes in and gets me a couple of goals, let's say, because that, that's the type of, of player, if he comes in, he might get two goals. Mm-hmm. I'll take it and, and run. If not, I will have to be forced to have, uh, who is it? It's Vidra coming on, which I don't like that much mm-hmm. against Liverpool. That's why I'm thinking I might get a second, I might get a hit to bring someone else in the defense mm-hmm. because I don't want to have target and getting target out uh, because target is playing Tottenham and Chelsea. Yeah. You got to get rid of that. I don't want it. I don't want him there. I could get anyone almost. I mean, I could even go Robertson and have TAA and Robertson. The difficulty but Robertson is, doesn't look good. Yeah. The difficulty is, it's two games to make back that minus four hit. So when you're early on yeah. the season, they've got hundreds of games, you know, they've got 30 games to make back the hit that you're making on them. Um, whereas two games, and especially if you're like, if there's a risky Man United player or a risky, like a risky City player, you could hope, be hoping to get, to be a two week score with just a single game week player effectively, which is not good gambling odds. You know, it's not good um yeah, odds in any way, shape, or form. So try and aim for someone that's got two fixtures and that is likely to play two fixtures. Yeah. So um, one of your Liverpool fullbacks would be good. But other than that, yeah, it's just it's very difficult to see which teams are going to be keeping clean sheets for the next two fixtures. For me, I just you know after Everton, yeah, I agree. Uh, against Sheffield United, it's like okay, well. You know, can't go to Newcastle. Burnley, I don't think Burnley against Sheffield United is going to be a good pick. Um, Definitely yeah. not. The other thing and is... And you're not going to get a player just for one picture. For these two game, for these two game weeks, the fans are back in. So there is going to be a home advantage somewhere. So that strengthened my pick for the Newcastle fixture against Sheffield United because Newcastle are at home. Um, yeah. Other home teams are Tottenham. Deli Ali is my other, you know, idea. West Brom against West Ham. Pereira could be trying to, you know, give one last last blast. But then the other ones are quite difficult. Arsenal, Leicester, uh, no, sorry, Brighton against City, Burnley against Liverpool, Chelsea against Leicester, uh, and Crystal Palace versus Arsenal. Chelsea are the only ones you might consider in that, but then it's not not a good fixture. And they've got to pay Aston Villa away last week on Sunday. So uh, Everton against Wolves might be a good one. But yeah, Man United, Fulham. We've got them already, so it's not... Exactly. Man United, Fulham, Everton, Wolves, Newcastle, Sheffield United, and potentially Spurs, Villa are the the home picks, I would say, for this game week. And then on Friday, we'll bring you the ones for next game week, which will be West Ham, Southampton, uh, Liverpool, Palace. West Brom. Leeds, West Brom. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, who else? And Leicester, Leicester Spurs. Yeah, Arsenal, Brighton, maybe. So, yeah. I think West Ham players, Leeds players are safe if you want to go cheap. Newcastle also if you want to go cheap. 
And if you want to risk a Man United, a Chelsea or a Man City asset, do it at your own peril is my advice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very true. There's no saying that these players can't beat a two-game-week score in one game-week. And there's no saying that they will not start two game-weeks in a row. I personally think Fernandes will play at least 180... No, he'll play at least 160, 150 minutes. Because I think he'll play the full game. Oh, really? And I think he'll play at least half of the game next week uh, on Sunday. Yeah, so... Seriously, against Wolves? Yeah, I think they want to keep him fit. I think... He picks the team. He picks himself, you know. <laughs> yes, but uh, I he didn't even play. He played 20 minutes against Leicester. Yeah. And they were from behind. And that's why he came in. But that's like, because after it 65th, was... After 65th, 17th minutes. Three games in five days. And it days. was Leicester. So, yes. Yeah, so do you think that he really will play against Wolves? I mean, I, I doubt it. That's two and games in five Even if he days. does play, yeah, uh, it's, it is different. It is different. But then he's playing. He's playing uh, Wednesday, right? So the final is not some Saturday. It's not like the City Chelsea that they have a week off. Mm. Man United has two days off. But he's been doing that until... all season. He's been doing that literally all season. Yes, he is. But would you captain him on the last day of the season? No, <laughs> no chance. No, that's why I. That's why I don't. I don't want to get him because if. I've got such a, an expensive player and I'm, I'm not even considering captaining him. I don't really need him. Plus, it's I feel that the fire Harry is... Harry Kane, Golden Boot, all the, day long. Or Aguero. Exactly. Golden Boot. And I don't think I'm going to change with that. I'm going to keep the cap, the armband on Kane mm-hmm. in both pictures mm-hmm. because I don't want to mess with this and transfer it back and forth. Yeah, I'm probably going to miss... The chances because I might go Salah now against Burnley, which is a very good pick. Obviously, naturally, it's a fantastic pick. But then Kane might overscore, like do it better, and then I'm going to bring it back to Kane, and Salah is going to overscore against Palace. So I want to keep it steady to Kane and be done with it. Okay. So that's why Bruno doesn't fit there. Yeah, and I might need the money to have two mid-range players mm-hmm. because we don't know if these players are going to play. Yeah, true. So I prefer having a good player coming from the bench rather than having Vidra, let's say, next week. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, <laughs> coming in uh, against Liverpool, for instance. Yeah. I prefer to have a Mares, even if he doesn't play, and have uh, a Lingard coming in. Let's say having these kind of prices, then getting Bruno and having uh, uh, Smith Rowe, for instance. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this is this is the the strategy because I want to keep my position in the ranking. <laughs> my so one of my risky thinkings for next week would be Bruno out for Mane because that Crystal Palace home game for Liverpool. When you know Mane's going to start because there's no Jota. Uh, yeah. Mane, you know, in front of the fans, Salah and Mane both trying to assist each other and get, get points and, yeah, get... Salah's, Salah's trying to get the golden boot. Mane will obviously want to score goals himself. I think that could be a great a great pick if I'm not sure that Bruno is going to start. You know, if Bruno shows signs of playing a full 90 minutes uh, midweek against uh, Fulham then I might 
transfer him out. But I do I do think he's going to get a good amount of minutes between now and the end of the season. So yeah, I've got something that just came up uh, on tu- on Twitter by yeah. Solskjaer. He says that we had a couple of days off after the Liverpool match and we've welcomed Dan James back and Anthony Martial back. Yeah. So that's big, big pluses for us. We didn't lose any against Liverpool, so we are fit. This makes it a bit... I mean, I, I'm sure people are nervous. Rashford. Yeah, Greenwood, Rashford. With Rashford and Cavani. Mm-hmm. Because usually Martial starts as a number nine. Yeah. So I think that it's going to be between them two, Cavani and Martial, and the others are going to rotate based on the top striker. Yeah. So just be aware. That's why I want to have... Uh, I'm probably going with San Maximan just to make sure that he's a player who does play yeah. instead of getting Mares and him not playing because Greenwood might not play. So I can't afford having more than two, three players not playing. I yeah. need to have a full bench Fair. Good. Fair. We're not doing battles, obviously, because I just threw the white. Exactly. How, what's the expression? How do you call it? Surrendered. Wave the white flag. I, I did surrender. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, what's your team looking like then for next week? How's you, how are you set up? Okay, I will tell you my team. There's only going to be one player missing, I think. Yeah. So the um, I'm starting with Leno mm-hmm. against Crystal Palace. Because I don't even think that Forrester is going to play against Leeds. Nope, fingers crossed for you. And then we've got TAA against Burnley. Target at the moment against Tottenham. Shaw against Fulham. Same. Dean against Wolves. Same. And then Lingard, Greenwood, Salah and Rafinha. Not the same. (laughs) Kane captain. Mm -hmm. Carvert-Lewin. And my bench is Vidra. Ward and Jota is going to become probably St. Maximum, so Target is benched okay. instead. My, so, yeah, my defense is similar. My defense is Dinya, Alexander Arnold, uh, Shaw with Edison at the back, um, and then Dallas is my fourth defender. Uh, midfield Fernandez, captain currently. Uh, Sam Maximan, Salah, Smithrow against Crystal Palace. We'll see how that works out. Probably not going to score. Um, and then front two of Kane and Calvert-Lewin with Vidra, first bench, Veltman and McGinn, last bench. Um, I'm not against making another transfer, but it's just who who am I transferring right now? Because I've got... I don't want McGinn again, even though he saved yeah. my game last week. So... If I go, I could go McGinn to Ali and get that player that I really want, but it's going to be a minus four. So do I, yeah. you know, do I go for a minus four? The thing about Spurs at the minute is that Mason is keeping it consistent. He's playing the same team over and over again to try and build some sort of team consistency, which I Boyron. think is yeah. really good. And it's, yeah, we've we've started different team, different centre-back partnerships, different... Uh, midfield partnerships. The only player that's played the majority of the games has been Hoiberg. And yeah, I think that was one of the main, one of the issues that Jose had, Jose had. And also all of the players were fit. Like Liverpool have rotated centre-back partnerships like 18 times or something. They've had 18 different pairings. Uh, And Spurs have had somewhere near that, but Spurs have had completely fit centre-backs throughout the entire season. It's just because of uh, selection that, those changes have been made where Liverpool has been forced into those changes 
um, to some extent. So, yeah, I think... Ali, yeah, it, it does uh, make sense. And Ali is probably starting. Yeah, I think he is starting in both games. And he is owned And the difference is that you're going to play him. Yeah. You're going to play him, whatever happens. Whereas McGinn, you'll never play. Exactly. So you should count that when you're taking the hits because you might think that it's not worth it. But even if McGinn returns, you're still not going to use those points. I mean, you have to have uh, problems in your team mm-hmm. so that he, uh, without your knowledge or will, comes in. Yeah. Because if not, he's last on your bench, so you're not going to use him anyway. And I won't use Therefore, him next I'm not. Again. I'm not against Either. you taking... Take take as many hits as you like, please. I, I don't want to risk having you coming closer. Feel free. Feel free to take as many hits as you like. So yeah, I really feel that will happen, but it's just we'll just we'll just wait and see until until the day itself, you know. I think Smith Rowe is a great first bench option. And you know, moving McGinn on for Deli Alley for the last two fixtures, I think would be great personally. Yeah. I, I feel your Salah, uh, your Kane captaincy choice, and maybe I should go with Salah and you know keep my side of the bargain. So you've got Kane every week, I've got Salah every week till the end of the season, and we see who who comes out on top of this golden boot race. But I do feel like Fernandez. What I'm going to do is I'm going to wait and see the team sheets. He's a good differential. I think Fernandez is, which is crazy to have Fernandez as a differential. Against Fulham is going to be should be a good game for for Man United. Possibly, possibly he is, and I think that having Greenwood might kind of uh, not hurt that much because I think he's playing. Yeah, and uh, it might help with with this whole situation because he might get involved. He's he's so clinical. Yeah, he gets two chances. He probably will score one of them. So even if it goes crazy as a as a game and they have five goals or something, he will be involved in some way. Exactly. So I, I'll take it for a seven seven point one mm-hmm. midfield. Good. If if I make a second change because I don't want to keep it in the dark, yeah, it's going to be target out, and I can get anyone in because I've got four point five in the bank, which is ridiculous. So. It possibly would be Dallas, not because I'm expecting him to return. I'm probably going to jinx him by taking him, and that's the reason, because everyone else has him. So I don't want to be missing out from the party, and mostly I want to jinx him because I can't stand his getting returns and uh, me getting nothing out of it. If you've got that much in the bank and you don't have any plans next week to make a serious, like, massive transfer... I would definitely consider Robbo. I'd definitely consider Robbo because those two fixtures against Burnley yeah. who have just been turned over four by Leeds and without a goal, can be that could be a clean sheet, potential attacking returns for the defenders. It looks like Trent's the main guy at the minute, but how often yeah. have we seen Trent being the main guy and then Robertson will pop up? Or Robertson being the main guy at the start of the season, as we saw, and then, you know, hoping that Trent popped up or, or whatever. Um, yeah. And then Crystal Palace at the final day of the season. Roy's last game, uh, they, you know... Ward doesn't look that good. Ward doesn't look good. Tyrick Mitchell's looking okay, (laughs) but like, yeah, that that looks like a game where it could be seven or eight again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
So yeah. Yeah, I'll see. I'll or, see. Yeah, Dallas, I think, is a good pick. Um a Newcastle defender could be a good pick, weirdly. Um you yeah. would you would only go for the clean sheets and yeah. I mean, they do concede. They do it's concede. they're really consistent, but yeah. they do concede. So it's just, they score every week, but you wouldn't bank on a clean sheet. So Fair. yeah, it's probably I'll wait until tomorrow. Dallas or we might yeah. have any news? I'm not going to rush it. Mm-hmm. It's probably Dallas or Rob or something like that. Cool. Uh, and and I still will have a lot of money in the bank. I will have like almost three million. Yeah. To upgrade or to change Calvert Lewin, maybe instead of playing City, yeah, I could change him, or I can change Lingard if he keeps failing, yeah, and and make it a, a really nice Mares last game week pun, for instance. And you might have a team sheet leak. We'll, we'll see because they the deadline will be Sunday afternoon at what three or four o'clock, won't it? Yeah, it's going to be an hour and a half because before our show. Exactly, exactly. So you could make that. Bang on and get ready to go. Are Bang we, on. We're, we're podcasting uh, before Friday, right? So we'll be podcasting we are, yes. one more time between this weekend. One more time. And yes. uh, it will be the one, the regular one, the Thursday yeah. recording around Thursday evening and um, airing it on Friday. Yeah, we'll review 37 and we'll give some form of indication to our reveal on 38. So yeah, look forward to seeing you then, guys. Until then, stay safe. And stay tuned. Thank you very much, guys. Bye. Bye bye, everyone. Uso Radio.